The term access to justice is a very broad term. It's very broad in the sense that people look at it and give different meanings to it. People have different interpretations as to what access to justice is. If we are to look at access to justice, what is access to justice or what is justice? And when we talk about access to justice, it refers to a person having the right and the necessary permission and ability to utilize a service. And when we talk about specifically about justice, it refers to the quality of being just or equitable in to all members of society about a specific public issue. Today's podcast speakers, Dr. Paul Mai, Permanent Secretary for the Ministry of Justice and Legal Affairs, and Mr. George Gray, the Public Solicitor for the Public Solicitor's Office, or PSO. Hello and welcome to the second UNDP podcast, where our topic is Access to Justice. Access to justice is crucial to peace and development of the country. Today, both the Permanent Secretary and Public Solicitor will highlight what the government is doing to help Solomon Islanders access justice services and will also try to help us understand what access and justice means. I am Gina Kekea. Solomon Islands have over 900 islands and are divided into nine provinces, which includes Honiara. The geographical setting of Solomon Islands is such that people mostly rely on travel by sea air, road, or by foot to move from one place to another. This makes access to basic services such as health, education, water, and sanitation quite difficult. Access to justice services for rural residents is also very challenging. When we talk about access, how do we have access to the services? We look at it in different ways as well. Say, for example how much of the services reach out to the villages, to the rural areas. Do people in communities have access to these services? Do people in the rural areas have access to a legal advisor? Or can they, you know, just talk to a lawyer whenever they want to? In the villages, we we do not have lawyers. So people normally have to travel to centers. For example, say you're in Malaiti, in any of the rural communities, you have to travel to Aoki to talk to a lawyer, to ask a lawyer information or advice regarding probably a question that you have. We may also look at access to justice in terms of the services, how do we access it? Say, if you're a disabled person, are the services conducive in such situation? Can you climb the stairs to talk to a lawyer? Now, if you look at Solomon Islands, this is very difficult. People or a person who probably walk using a wheelchair, people with disabilities, it's difficult for them to access justice as well. So when we talk about access to justice, we're looking at it from different angles. We look at it in terms of how much it reaches out to the rural communities. Or we can talk about the infrastructure setting. How can people access it? Is it accessible? Or we can even look at it in terms of the age as well. What age category can access legal services? Can a child access these legal services? Access to justice is about ensuring that every member of the public has the ability and the means to be able to seek justice for their problems. There are problems that we mentioned here, obviously legal issues, legal problems related to maybe land rights, right to safety, right to life, so on and so forth. 
Accessible justice is important and helps to make the life of people safe because it's much better alternative to violence in resolving personal and political disputes. As we understand it, we have traditional mechanisms and solutions to resolve some of these issues. But often we find that they do not work out well. The chiefs, for example, may not be may be related to one of the parties in a dispute and may not be and so may not be impartial in decision making. Because of these reasons, the formal justice system appears to be the more appropriate mechanism to utilize. The lack of access to basic services particularly affects vulnerable groups, especially persons with disabilities, women and victims of violence in remote and rural areas. Lack of access often leads to disaffection with the justice system. Inefficient use of resources is spent on dealing with large problems rather than dealing with preventing smaller problems at a local level. The question we have to ask is how would someone who has been unfairly removed from their land, for instance, that they have been living on for generations resolve this matter, yeah? or how would women find safety from husbands or partners who are abusive? With these two examples, we know that they are illegal under our laws. So how would they seek redress in this kind of situations? The alternative for these situations, depending on the seriousness of issues, would either be to resolve by members of the family or chiefs in the village or other traditional methods of conflict uh, resolutions. Most times it can be a major cause of conflict as well. The formal justice system presents a much better, much greater alternative for, for aggrieved parties because of its independence and impartiality in, in dealing with disputes. And as well as there are also international standards and practices integrated into the rule of law and in the principle of justice to ensure equitable outcomes, outcomes for all. Because of all these shortcomings, an Access to Justice project is currently being implemented by UNDP in partnership with the Ministry of Justice and Legal Affairs through the PSO with support from the Australian government. If you know about the, the Public Solicitor's Office, it is sort of divided into a number of divisions. So they have sort of the family unit. They have the uh, land unit, or what they call LALSU. Uh, they have the criminal unit and they have the civil unit as well. Now, these different units are, res- are responsible for certain activities. When it comes to land matters, you have the LALSU unit within the public solicitor's office. They go out and talk to resource owners, talk to them about uh, uh, their rights uh, when it relates or in terms of land. Uh, the civil unit and the family unit talk about uh, issues relating to, uh, say, for example, the family unit. They talk about uh, issues relating to family, uh, more so under the Family Protection Act. They talk about the rights of women, children, those with disabilities. Now, the bottom line here is the public solicitor plays a very important role in providing the services free of charge to the people. Public Solicitor is a government agency. They provide the services to the people free of charge. In simple terms, the Public Solicitor's Office offers free legal aid to Solomon citizens, provided certain criteria are met. These requirements or these criteria ensures that only the most vulnerable and disadvantaged people in the community have access to the services provided by public service office. When we talk about the disadvantaged members of a community, 
we are referring to those that are not able to afford the service of a lawyer who can provide legal advice and representation in a, in a courtroom. It refers to uh, women and youth may need legal support for issues that affects them. It's also important to know that the public source office is the only legal aid provider in this country, and we encourage those that seek our help, assistance to get in touch with our offices to ensure more people have access to justice provided by the public office. We also have offices in provinces to cater for those in outlying islands. With the limited human resources in the public solicitor's office, the Access to Justice project ensures legal services are reached to as many people as possible through the deployment of paralegals and community legal advocates. Paralegals are involved in uh, community awareness programs. They talk about uh, the services they give out. They disseminate information to the people. Tell them that if you have concerns, questions, issues, then you can go and see lawyers at this place. Or these are the contact or information where you can you know, uh, get to the lawyers. I can say that they've assisted a lot. I've been to a number of communities with paralegals as well. I've observed them and I've sort of observed the interest that people or the communities have in information that is provided by paralegals. And I can say it has helped people a lot. I've been to communities in Marao as well as uh, in the West as well, where people are happy because they now know what the process is like, what to do what information to bring with them if they want to see a lawyer in Gizo. You know, people have complaints that they come to Gizo, they want to see a lawyer, they went to the lawyer, talked to the lawyer, and the lawyer said, oh, you need to go back. You need to bring this information before you come back and see me. Now, these are rural people. Money is hard. And they have to spend, you know, double or triple just to go back, get that information, come back again. Now, when we have paralegals out in the communities, they direct them and help them. They sort of inform them, give them information that these are the kind of information that you're required to take with you when you go to the centers to see a lawyer. So people are happy about that. I can say that, you know, there's a, there's a huge improvement in the communities where paralegals are out there giving information, assisting uh, people as well. Building confidence in the justice system and accessing legal services are a very important part of the Access to Justice project. When people can exercise their right to access justice services, they are building their confidence in the formal justice system. When it comes to law and order, and there is no presence of the formal sector, for example, the police, our lawyers, and so on. So we can say that it's true that people do not have the trust. But with the services that we have at the moment, with the paralegals and now the community legal advocates out there in the communities, we now have a presence in the communities. So we can see that it slowly creates a situation where people can then you know, talk to these paralegals or community legal advocates uh, regarding information, things that happen within the community. The presence itself is very important in the sense that 
it gives the sense of feeling that, you know, there is a government presence within the community. There is some form of order here. So people can turn to them when they seek information. Tell us who can we talk to. Can you give us the contacts of lawyers or paralegals or the contacts of police officers so they can then easily access the services from their own. To ensure more people have access to justice provided by the public service, we also have offices in provinces to cater for those in outlying islands. We have offices in Lata, in Gizo, in uh, Auki, as well as in Honera. And we also have offices in other parts of the province. It is a big task for the public service to cater for everyone. So we also work with other justice sectors, such as the police, the courts, the director, Office of the Director of Public Prosecution, as well as our development partners, such as the United Nations Development Program and the Australian government, who support us to ensure that justice is delivered for those that need the services, and, but who don't have the means to exercise their right. One of the ways in which our partners have helped us to ensure we reach as many people as possible is through the deployment of provincial paralegals and community legal advocates. This is done through the UNDP Access to Justice Project. So our provincial paralegals and undertake community awareness so that people are made aware of, of our services and also support lawyers who supervise them. Some of them are based in our provincial centers in preparing cases and provide relevant legal information. The community legal advocates are basically our hands and legs at a community level. They conduct community awareness programs and also help to refer cases to the public service office. So all these parts work in so that we can provide the best legal support to our citizens. It is timely, responsive and effective as well. There you have heard the public solicitor, Mr. George Gray, and the permanent secretary for the Ministry of Justice and Legal Affairs, Dr. Paul Mai. I hope this podcast has enhanced your understanding of access to justice and how you can benefit from the services provided by the government through the Ministry of Justice and Legal Affairs and the Public Solicitor's Office. I hope it has provided an insight into the work of the Access to Justice Project in our country and in particular the work of the paralegals and community legal advocates. The Solomon Islands Access to Justice Project is implemented by UNDP in partnership with the Ministry of Justice and Legal Affairs through the PSO with the support of the Australian Government. For this UNDP podcast, I am Gina Kekea. Thank you for staying with me.